300 episodes, and all I get is free beer and a partner for life. Welcome to Game On Girl, the podcast where we talk about gender and game culture. I'm your host, Regina McMenemy. And I'm your co-host, Rhonda Oglesby. And this is episode 64, and today we'll be talking to the married gamers, Chris and Kelly Brown, some of our favorite podcast hosts. So stay tuned, and we're glad you're listening to Game On Girl. We're delighted to have the Married Gamers, Chris and Kelly Brown, with us on the show today. The Married Gamers podcast and website was started in August of 2007 as a way to strengthen their relationship and start some great discussions about gaming. Now in the fifth year of operation, Chris and Kelly have covered several industry events and have had guests from the gaming and geek community on their podcast. And so we're so delighted to finally have you guys on the show. We've been talking to you since we were very new. So welcome to Game on Girl. Thank, Thank you, you for much. having us. Oh, wow. They're tame tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Well, get us warmed up and we'll start. Right. Yeah, I was about to say, man, everybody's always like that. They're so timid. And I know. Light when they get on here. I know. And we already know them a little bit. So we know, you know, how their personalities are going to come out. And so yeah, yeah. Yeah, they build it up the anticipation. So speaking of anticipation, you guys are coming up on, on a landmark episode and a big anniversary episode. What, what number are you oh, about to hit? We are about to hit the big 300, which... Ooh, uh, that makes it sound dirty. <laughs> <laughs> like the way you said it, like the big 300. The big, yeah, the, well, we haven't said what we're we're doing yeah <laughs> that's gonna kelly's gonna get okay so so kelly's so gonna find the porcelain episode toilet. 300 will be out uh oh gosh um june, right around uh the start of e3 correct june, june 10th. 10th june 10th oh, all right right and Ooh. uh so for that we've had we've invited some of our our favorite um bodyus bodlet body what B A W D Y. Okay, body. I'm thinking, <laughs> well, we went and said, okay, you have a good body, you can be on our show. Uh, <laughs> yeah, on our show. Oh, you got good boobs, yeah, you can be on our so, show. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, that's why I was uh, looking at you weirdly. No, but so, anyway, so guests who who like to you know can throw back a few, and uh, who also do other podcasts and stuff. So what we're doing is uh, for our 300th. I should preface this: our 100th episode. We we did a sort of. Uh, Look back at We Are a the Married Gamers, mm-hmm. just Kelly and I. For our 200th, we had a, uh, a couple of uh, friends interview us for you know about the show. And, and actually, that got really – that was a probably one of my favorite episodes, one of the really hardest and heartfelt episodes. Um, and then – so for this 300th, you know, I, I don't believe in like clip shows and stuff like that. So we're just going to – Because gonna... it takes too damn long. <laughs> yeah. To edit, yeah. (laughs) Much easier to talk. Well, and what we find to be interesting, our listeners are like, but I wanted the part where da-da-da-da happened. We're like, well, what episode was that? I don't know. (laughs) Well, when I always listen to a clip show, I always feel like uh, getting a rerun. Right. So that's why. It's a This Um, Is Your Life episode on the TV show, right? When they go back through the previous season or tell somebody's story again. Yeah. Right. This isn't Family Ties. This is Um, uh, so we're doing a "Have you ever podcast style on on air audio?" Yeah. I'm a little bit scared. So it may be like a pull it off right. So maybe like, have you ever podcasted naked? Uh, 
have, you have to take a shot. Take a shot. Oh, oh. so you're having so, a drinking party for your 300th episode. <laughs> and, and the thing is, is everybody has to come to the table with their questions, and you don't know what the questions are. Yes. Oh, and so, nice. An adventure. So Chris and I both have to decide what we're drinking, and I think I may end up. I I'm trying to decide if I want one of those puckers, okay, or a Midori because it goes down easy you're and ask smooth. Facebook, what you should get? Yeah, right? oh. because it goes down really smooth. Because the last drinking you're episode, you're not going to drink Tioga Sequoia beer, our well, our sponsor who gives us free beer to record. I'm going to do that, but I want to be able to take a shot and drink free beer, beer th- sponsors. I yeah, I swear, I Regina. I know. <laughs> We need their help. <laughs> Go find. Hey, you're one of you are are in is is in the uh, northwest, so uh, you're bound to true. find a little small craft brew place, and that's what we did. That's you know, probably true. Great beer, uh, Tioga Sequoia here locally in Fresno, but and they yeah. just they give us some beer, and we drink a beer of podcast, a couple oh, beers yeah. of podcast, and if you listen a couple episodes ago, I. Uh, Drank two and I was extremely tipsy. (laughs) (laughs) Kelly is a bit of a lush. Yeah, our big three hundred. You know, it's it's uh, it's been a long journey and and, uh, uh, a lot of ups and downs. But uh, yeah, yeah. So we're very happy about that. Well, when you guys got started, what was your original goal? I mean, you know, how did how did you say, oh, hey, honey, let's do a podcast? Well, um. It actually started because in 2007, the summer of 2007, unfortunately, there had been some infidelity. It wasn't. It hadn't been literal infidelity. It had been more emotional infidelity um, on my part. And uh, well, there was a literal. Well, there was a little bit of of a little bit. There was. <laughs> there, there was. Wasn't. There was. I guess that's true. And, okay, um, and, <laughs> and and um, I, Chris, and I sat down and discussed about whether or not we were going to fight for our relationship, or if we were going to literally call it quits. Mm-hmm. And um, we both had been playing a lot of Xbox Live, him in his room and me in my room, and that was part of the bane of our relationship. And Chris said, you know, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts, and at the time, one of our favorite podcasts was Drunken Gamer Radio, which is now DGR Radio. Mm -hmm. And um, he said, why don't we try something like this? And the first thing I said to him is, who the hell would want to listen to us? (laughs) And if you go back and listen to the first, like, I want to say the first 10 episodes of The Married Gamers, Five, maybe yeah. first five we were so freaking scripted that yeah. it's hilarious i think we read our entire show yeah um, i'm guilty that, of that too although yeah. it's just my first episode but i read the first episode yeah <laughs> yeah and so basically we wanted to see if by sitting across from each other we could get our communication back mm. and so what we did was we would on Wednesday nights go out for a date night and discuss what we were going to talk about on the podcast. Mm-hmm. And then Friday night, sit down and we would record the podcast. And we've kind of, over the course of the years, the Wednesday nights, always going out Wednesday nights for a date night to discuss the podcast has kind of gone the way of the dodo <laughs> because it'll just become a talk in the car over the course of the week. Yeah. So, want to talk about we're, this? We're professionals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, chicken wing it. <laughs> so it, it, it's interesting, though, how it started to 
where it is now because we also um, did little tiny segments. Did you want to talk about those little tiny segments? No, no, that we go did? ahead. Oh. I, I do have a comment. Okay, though. we did these little tiny segments on achievement junkies. Um, they were Podcast like what? That's no longer with us. Yeah, it was like a what? A two minute segment. Yeah. And what were they called? I don't know. I can't remember what they were called. But I'm like, if you thought our show was scripted, listen to those. They were <laughs> those so were to- totally scripted. Totally scripted. Yeah. They were bad. Yeah. Um, so was but, gaming a natural? I mean, did, was there any, even any discussion what you were going to do the podcast about? It, I think we pretty much settled on gaming immediately because you know that it was both a mutual interest, okay. and uh, a lot of the podcasts we listened to um, were primarily uh, gaming podcasts. Uh, but I, I, I did want to say that, you know, even though um, uh, there was, you know, Kelly committed the infidelity, um, you know, we were both sort of victims. You know, mm. um, there was some there was a really broken communication um, between her and I. And I, uh, you know, so it took it took a long time to for me to value her as my equal and mm-hmm. to listen to her and to consider her hopes and dreams in in, in conversation and uh that also um was reflected in some of our earlier episodes of the of the podcast was that just me learning that um and, and trusting that her ideas could lead to some really good episodes and and they, and they mm-hmm. have Mm-hmm. Well, because there's a lot of times where I would say, we should talk about, and he'd go, no, no one really wants to listen and, to that. Yeah, and and it was probably the first maybe happens, five to yeah, ten episodes on both, sides, yeah. on both of our sides where he would say, you know, I would say, you know, we should talk about, and he'd go, uh, no one wants to hear that. Mm. And yeah. and it co- would cause a, a little bit of a breakdown in conversation between the two of us because I would say, but I really want to talk about that. That's something that's of interest to me. Right. And so I think there was maybe around episode 25, I came up with the idea box and <laughs> that, that, that went away. I think after about five episodes where I would throughout the week, write down ideas and I'd put them on three by five cards in this little file box. And Chris would put down his ideas and we would kind of randomly select an idea out of there. And even then it was, no, that's not a good idea. And we never knew. Who, it was funny because the idea was, we wouldn't know whose idea it was. Well, we're husband and wife. We know each other. So it was like there was a third party that'd go, and this is what you're talking about this right, week. Right. So it and, wasn't exactly objective. When you think about it, our, our show is a hard show to do, especially over a long period of time. Because, uh, yeah, when we first initially started, uh, back when our relationship was, was very rocky, we had the segment called... Uh, uh, him versus her or something like that. Yeah. Um, in which we had challenges against each other and there was a reward. And we found that, you know, that probably wasn't the best thing to do. You know? <laughs> There's tension like, in the relationship. Let's create tension through the show. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Probably so that, not a good course of yeah. action. <laughs> play the dodo. Yeah. And it, it, it was like originally it was like, okay, so whoever wins this week's challenge, it will be, you have to fold the clothes this week. Mm. Yeah. But, or but, you but have to do the dishes. But the challenges would have yeah, some strife. Yeah. yeah because yeah. it would be like, but, but I tried so hard. And it was usually on my part because it was, Chris got picked a game that he was good on or something. But but the 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 thing that's hard about the show doing a show like ours for so long is we're a topical show. Mm-hmm. So we do have a segment, you know, that we talk about our week in geek, which includes gaming and stuff like that. But having to think about a topic versus 
just repeating whatever the the news you know much much mm-hmm. like you guys the game on girls you know or excuse me game on girl it's it's hard over time because you mm-hmm. always there's that need to 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 touch your community with an interesting topic that they'll like right and six years you know you start looking back and you know we've done a, occasionally like uh We'll revisit something, you know, we've done several years yeah. ago and see how we still feel. But there there are some weeks where, like, geez, I have zero idea what we're going to do. Or, then we have a week like this where there's an Xbox One's announced and, you know, it's it's a no-brainer what to do. Right. Or there have been, or there've been ideas where one or the other come up with an idea and it's that's a great idea. However, yeah. we need more time to actually think about that topic mm-hmm. or do more research about that. Yep. And then, yeah. unfortunately, we both forget that that's the topic we want to think about. And, <laughs> and then well, it's... we have to get popular enough so we can actually get Jane McGonagall on our show. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I remember, like, we had talked about wanting to talk about bullying and gaming, which we thought, well, this would be a great topic. Oh, but it does require a lot of... Right now a lot of research yeah. to make sure that you don't just spout out and we read on the internet here and it's yep. yeah. not valid research, yeah. you know, we've or got two or three topics like that too, that, that we're still sitting on that every now and then one of us is like, you know, we really need to do this. And then it's, it's trying to find that unique angle to talk about it. So you're talking about it like in, in line with your show and not just let's talk about this hot button topic or right. this exactly. thing that we don't know enough about to talk about. So, yeah. Exactly. So, so we joke that you know gaming saved our marriage, but but in truth it almost tore, tore us apart because uh, there no seriously because I, yeah. you know her her online affair was was someone who who was on uh, both of our friends list was on Xbox Live, mm-hmm. and so but so you know it, we've I, we've seen both sides of gaming. You know there is that uh, gaming can be can be destructive. You know like anything, anything used yeah. properly. Yeah. You know, but but we've you know, so we joke that, you know, gaming saved our marriage and, 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 it, and did. it has. But uh but to a large degree, uh the podcast uh really yeah. Used yeah. and helped us uh understand it and, and grow to love one another. Uh yeah, so, I've always yeah. I've always said that the absolute key to marriage is communication. Mm-hmm. No doubt. Absolutely. Well and and I think that, that that was what was originally caused the the breakdown in our marriage right. was the communication yeah, was I wouldn't talk to you I wouldn't was, communicate yeah broken and so therefore it caused me to seek out some way to exactly. find communication yeah well yeah. it's it's the hardest thing actually i mean you you would think you know it's just talking right how hard can it be? But most of us don't grow up with good examples of communicators. Right. Yeah. And so we pattern after them a lot of the time. And I think it's really natural when you're in a situation where, you know, you're gaming in one room and your partner is gaming in another room that it's very easy to get so caught up in your own little world that you create. Because if there's anything, that immersive environment of gaming you know, that's what we love about it, right? It pulls you into it. But if, right. if you don't get pulled in with your, your significant other or you can't share your experiences from that with them, I think that that's really what I'm hearing your, in your story is the podcast, like you said, made you sit down at a table and look at each other and talk about what you wanted to talk about. And that's that's just fantastic. I still get flipped off a lot, though. Yeah, <laughs> I will admit that. You know, and, and I, I was thinking, too, it's also it was also hard, too, because Kelly's very much an extrovert and I'm very much an introvert. So, you know, it's sort of pulling each other, you know, meeting in the middle, so to speak. You know, it, it was, it was a, 
process. Yeah, yeah. And and like you said, Chris, coming to learn to respect to listening to each other. Absolutely. And it's and it's and now a lot of people listen with the intent to speak and not hear and actually hear what the other person is saying. And and that's really a skill that you have to learn, especially if you're going to have a successful long-term relationship. You have to actually learn how to listen to people. <laughs> and, and yeah, and and realize that, you know, even during the process, you're still human. You know, mm-hmm. we we so, still occasionally slip up, you know. Sure. Uh, as Kelly can attest, sometimes I, you know, uh, fall into to old behavior that just, uh, you know, and just takes her saying, Hey, you know, look, you know, you need to start listening or, or you need to, you know, you need to tell me how you're feeling, even Mm -hmm. if you can't exactly find the right words for it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Well, and I think that's the most important thing too, is to realize that it's not a quick fix. You know, the podcast was not a, yeah, it fixed, it it helped mend the relationship. It did not, Fix it so right. it's hunky dory, yeah. and here we are. We're the greatest yeah. marriage ever. Oh, oh, you know? There, there was times when uh, where we would do an occasional live show, and like just a few minutes oh, before we started, minutes. we were screaming at each other, and then all of a sudden we have to try to do a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> like, like literally, we would be flipping each other off, and it would be the forget it. We're not doing yeah. a live show. Oh wait, there's people. Some in of our those room. shows were actually pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Like we got fired up for it for some reason. Right. You know, and, and you lead into it with a certain amount of energy you might not have otherwise had. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it was funny. <laughs> At what point, though, did the podcast become its own thing? When did things start turning around? When did the podcast begin to get um, attention? And you guys kind of shifted from doing this project together to, hey, we're getting listened to. I'm sorry. Lefty just did the whole uh, Blake Shelton finger thing from, from the, the voice. voice. Yeah. I don't know if you watch the voice. Because we sort of look at each other and say, okay, do you want to take this one? <laughs> we just did the finger pointy from the voice. So I did the finger pointy, so that means I get to speak. That just made That's me awful. laugh. I'm um, sorry. You know, we, Rhonda and I are in the same room and not across the pencil from each other. So many times, I've even I've even been trying to IM her during during Skype, but because we weren't used to that, yep. it would show it end, and I would say, Regina, I needed you to do blah. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, so so in answer to your question, uh, we were kind of lucky. You know, we we um, were part of the achievement junkie uh, community, and we also had the the opportunity to do those two minute segments. You know, and and even though those were quite bad. You know it, that they did help us uh, gain gain a small audience, and and sometimes you know just the work, you know, um, and I'll, and and honestly, the name, the married mm-hmm. gamers, yeah. you know, there's mm-hmm. just so many blind searches for for married gamers, older gamers, and and all that sort of stuff, whether it's on iTunes or on on Bing, mm-hmm. or, or for you other people, Google. Uh, <laughs> I drink the Kool Aid. I should mention. Um, a little, and and then not long after that, uh, I I was actually awarded a Microsoft MVP for for Xbox, and and people you know were listening, and in and you know we've done game reviews, you know we do we have a website with uh, you know uh, twelve uh, staff members who are writing, and uh, and then we hear back you know from from 
from game publishers is, oh yeah, we listen to your show. You know, we really like how you do things, and and which totally shocks us because you don't think you know game industry folks listen to it. It's just um, you know average uh, consumers at home, right? Who do yeah. It. yeah. Um, and and so it just takes the work, you know. Honestly, if you're trying to start a, a, a new podcast, one of the best things you can do for it is to have a schedule and keep to it you know there's been times where we missed that because of illness or theft or whatnot but uh we pretty much held to to a, a weekly schedule for for the majority of these close to six years now and that's that's helps you know when people know that they can reliably trust that the show's going to go on and not just you know quit after 30 episodes or yeah, yeah. that was the first piece of advice that I got from the extra credits guys. Actually, I was at a um, event at PAX Prime that they were doing a small sort of dinner, and they just took questions from everybody. And I raised my hand and I'm like, "What advice would you give to somebody who is starting out a new project?" And they said, "You have to be consistent. As long as you're consistent, then you're going to get a following. But if you're here and there and up and down, it's not yeah. going to be as easy for people to find you or to rely on you, like you said." So. So yeah, you know, it just it just grew over time, and I think um, I, again, I think our name and just and after a while you know you make connections you know that's the beautiful beautiful thing about social media you know it can be a good good or bad thing but you know we've made a lot of connections with some really great people and gotten advice by a lot of people and have been on shows and and have had guests and we and for the most part you know 99 percent of the time we have good relationships with people and i'm i've been really appreciative that we're well thought of by others and we're really passionate that we want other people to succeed because, you know, as, as you guys can attest, you know, we spend our own money on this and we see very little re- reward. You know, I, yeah. I count myself thankful that, you know, I, I, I one reward was a, uh, yeah, an awesome wife who I love deeply now and uh, free beer <laughs> and free beer, <laughs> a significant other and beer. What more could you ask for? <laughs> Do you have anything no, I think you pretty much covered it, hon. Well, that's fantastic. So today, wh- what kind of goals do you guys have? Because I remember when Regina and I first got started, I, we we kind of fit together really well. Regina's uh, an idea person, and she's also the, the social media person. And I'm always the um, organized person. Thank God. <laughs> oh, thank you, Rhonda. <laughs> <laughs> and so I I'm constantly looking at, you know, let's improve our format, let's keep things fresh, let's change things up. And do you guys go through that type of thing, thinking about your podcast? Are you kind of letting letting it lead you? Do you have a, a set mission or goals for your podcast or what you want to accomplish like this year or something like that? Um, I don't know if necessarily we have like goals as to like by this point in time in, this, in the year we want to do this or that. Um, you know, we, we know what... We events. want to interview Cliffy B and his wife. That's our big that's, goal. That's Chris's big goal, yeah. Um, we do know that, you know, we want to go to – we go to San Diego Comic-Con this year. Uh, last year we missed out on it due to the fact that I had a broken foot and I was oh. not going to go to San Diego Comic-Con with a oh, cast God. on. No. Um, we, we know we're going to PAX Prime and we're planning on doing a panel there this year. And we're getting that panel submission put together. So that's another – thing that we have planned um i'm i'm kind of the managing editor so i do all the social media stuff for our site and i do um kind of a gathering of monetization for our site 
Yeah. Um, and so I come up with the plans of how how we're going to make money for the site um, and how we're going to get sponsorships for the site and that type of stuff. Of course, I don't do it without talking to Chris about it first. It's not like, oh, by the way, honey, I went and talked to so-and-so and yeah. here's what's happening. Yeah. But, um, and um, like the summer series that we have coming out for the site this summer, I may go out and reach out to certain people and then come back to him and say, hey, how about these people? Right. Um, but we both kind of have the same visions for where the site's going. Mm-hmm. But then we kind of go off and fly on our own and then come back at the end of the day and say, hey, this is what we've come with for the day. Well, yeah, it's trusting in people's abilities and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, we have a great staff and we have some uh, great editors. And it's nice to be at the point where, like, website wise, you know, if I'm sick or, or away or doing other things, um, that we have others who who are who can do and produce and do a wonderful job. Uh, things are pretty much self sustaining, um, but uh, the podcast, you know, when it comes down to the podcast, you know, that's always been Kelly and I, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, um, it's weird because after nearly six years of doing this, you know, after, th- you know, close to 300 episodes, um, you, uh, you sort of see, a, a the, the peaks and valleys of things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there was a time where, you know, um, forms became a dead thing and they were like, Oh great. You know, yeah. we'll never reach our, our you know, we'll, we're going to lose listeners and stuff like that. But it's weird because as we're in our sixth year, we're actually been more popular than we've, we've ever been. And, uh, I'm very grateful because, um, uh, even without forums and, and, you know, we, we try to be active on Facebook, you know, we still want, you know, one of our goals is to get more listeners. Right. And, uh, and I think one of our goals are, is also to, uh, be ourselves. So, you know, occasionally we'll talk about topics that, uh, you won't hear on most other gaming podcasts. And I love that, you know, I love that people have, have, uh, a variety of, of choices that they can choose. And, and, and a lot of them have chosen you know, to spend some time with us each week. So our goals is to to entertain them and and keep it also interesting to us. And uh, mm. I'm proud to say that even after six years, we love doing this. We love podcasting together. You know, so yeah. So we just keep at it until you know it isn't enjoyable anymore, and that's when you know we'll we'll do that final episode and whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what we've always said: is we do it until we. Don't enjoy it anymore yeah. well, not I, until we don't have any more listeners. Right, but exactly. There will be no, there will be no divorce gamers podcast. <laughs> it, it will, it will be a right off into the sunset, folks. <laughs> well, you know, I, I, I think that that's one thing that's really important, and one thing that I think has been a strength for me and Rhonda is we have a great rapport, and you guys have a great rapport too, and it shows when you talk, when you have people on your show, and when you come on people's shows, and when you talk to people, and that's really important. Because it means you respect the people that you're talking to. And, you know, that's a really good platform to move forward on. And let me say something nice about your guys' show, too. Um, when it, when people ask me, you know, what, what shows do you listen to that you, you that you can recommend? All the time I say, oh, you should listen to Game on Girl. They are little, literally the NPR of game of the game <laughs> podcasting. I think that I is think, your calling but, card. But you know what? Yeah. I think that people might, if they don't hear that, think that it's not... Just, they think that it's a lesbian podcast at first. You know, anytime, I, Seriously. anytime two women podcast together, they do, they, and, I, and I'm guilty of that. I immediately, yeah. sometimes immediately go to that. Exactly. 
and and no, but I think it's because of the title of the podcast. Oh, game, on, game on, girl. girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, they're not thinking game on, girl. Right. They're thinking game on, girl. Right. Right. Instead of girl on, girl. I'd just like to add that never bothered <laughs> No. I, no, it, it, no, they've never entered my mind. I'm just, well, obviously it did. But I'm sorry, in the you back lost that, me completely. <laughs> <laughs> no, feedback, obviously. <laughs> they, they just need to have a host that with a deep voice. That's fantastic. Uh, I think I'm gonna have to tell our editor to get some porn music to play <laughs> of the podcast. I'm okay, so I want to know more about the NPR thing. So <laughs> okay, I will say, no, no, because you guys, honestly, you know, all kidding is, well, I had to get in one more kidding thing. Uh, when, when I, whenever I say that, though, I also I go to that place in my mind, uh, that SNL skit, you know, where, where yes. Alex Baldwin is going, sweaty. Yes, sweaty. Well, wait, 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 here. You think that you can't believe that I think that it meant a lesbian podcast and you talked about sweaty balls? <laughs> Apparently not, but they don't have balls. I know they don't. And okay, they're not anyway, sweaty either. Anyway, I, you, you had to see the Saturday Apparently I did. That. No, no. But so so here's the serious portion of that statement. Um, every episode that you guys do has a topic that is timely, well thought out. There's good rapport with, with guests. Um, and obviously, you know, because we're here, we have that too. And no, but, but you guys have, you, you know your subject. And uh, it really feels like it's a, a, a an intellectual uh, discussion without being, you know, uh, without the uh, uh, spot, you know, for, for no, for for twenty five dollars uh, <laughs> a, a year, you'll get the sweater or something. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to we don't want to fall down the uh, that that rabbit hole of uh, of looking for people through that kind of sponsorship. But <laughs> Definitely. Well, that was, you know, and I've said this on other shows, and I think I even said it to you guys, that was sort of my my idea when I decided to, to launch the podcast was wanting it to be something that was analytical, but engaging at the same time, and so, and not alienating, because a lot of academic work is written for academics, and I don't really want to reach that market, because they have enough fun talking to themselves. <laughs> Uh, she's. I think she's accomplished the goal well. It sounds like. Thanks, guys. Yes, thank we you very appreciate much. Appreciate it do. very much. So, I mean, speaking of, since we're talking about a podcast, and we're hoping to see our three hundredth episode ourselves, what do you think are the common mistakes that podcasters make? And we've already talked about, you know, being consistent or being mm-hmm. inconsistent. But w- w- what do you see most often happening? Mm-hmm. Well, first and foremost, um, you know, setting aside the audio issues, you know. Mm. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, if, it, if, if it's really hard to listen to, you're, it's going to be really hard to subscribe to. Mm-hmm. And that sort of thing. Those are easy fixes. The harder things and the thing that sort of derails uh, a lot of podcasts is children. You know, it's what? No, <laughs> Hi, I, I say, I, I say, no, 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 not that. I say this jokingly, <laughs> though. Yeah, yeah, as an excuse. But, you know. Uh, one of the podcasts' uh, wife will be get pregnant, and the child comes, and all of a sudden priorities change. Mm. And you mm-hmm. know, so so it, it's not really children, guys, but I'm, but it's just different interests. You know, so uh, your best friends in college get together. And they, this would be cool. We'll do a podcast, and they have fun for a while. 
But then it's like the realities, you know, uh, one person has to work two jobs and they just can't find one day of the week to get right, the time to do yeah. it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's that that kills so many podcasts. Yes, Kelly. Another one that that kills the podcast is when you get the people on a podcast and Chris can attest to this one and they have no idea why they have the guest on the podcast. And so it's the. So we have um, yeah. Mr. and Mrs. Lefty Brown on the podcast. And so um, what do you guys do again? <laughs> oh, uh, you, you yeah. have a website. What, what's the address? Oh, oh. so what's your, what's your website? Oh, yeah. oh. Yeah, you, you know, so, so. Unprepared. Know, yeah, like Lefty was on a podcast one time and I wasn't on the podcast with him. And I was in the other room and I could not help but die laughing because the entire time I could tell the other people were not engaging at all. Lefty was carrying the podcast, and then when he got off, he was and like, "It was two hours." He goes, oh, wow. "Why the hell was I on that podcast?" They had no idea what they were doing. Yeah, oh my, yeah. I, that, that's a pet peeve of mine. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, that's I, yeah. yeah, I frequently, and I, I admit this practically every show, I get guests' names wrong because I'm I'm challenged with the English language. <laughs> <laughs> Because I can see it written, but I just I have problem with uh, pronunciation. But I always like to try to ask people before the show starts so that I can at least attempt to say it correctly. I want to make sure that I know all their content. I mean, I do a ton of research about the people and try to figure That's out mm-hmm. what they're doing right now so that they can talk about that. Because I want to get them an audience. I want to get them attention, you right. know. Oh, yeah, it's a pet peeve. Yeah. Yeah. And, um yeah. So other other common mistakes is uh, be yourself, you know, or, yeah. or, or actually connect with your audience mm. uh, with your audience. Even if if uh, you're not doing a type of show that we do, like the Married Gamers, um, and and you're doing a persona versus you know mm. being a little more authentic, right. uh, you still even if you're playing a persona, you still have to be able to connect, right. You know, and uh, so so there's you know you you have to you have to connect and you have to learn. You know, we're lucky, you know, most of the time we're, we we see each other, we can play off one another just by, you know, looking, pointing and, and stuff like that. Uh, but if you're doing something over Skype, you know, like like you guys are, you have to know how the other person works and sort of complete each other's sentences and that sort of stuff. You know, that, that sort of rapport between the hosts goes a far, uh, goes, goes a long way. You know, I'll, I'll listen to shows just because. Um, these the hosts get along with no, one another. They can be talking, and sometimes they do. One of my favorite podcasts. Sometimes uh, a half an hour is talking about uh, building a fence, but because they have good interaction with one another, I don't mind hearing about building a fence. Right. Because, mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, that, that's saying a lot. That's yeah, that's good. Yeah. yeah. Well, some people know how to tell a story exactly, and, and can tell the story of building the fence in a way that you're like. Oh, what happens next? But one of the really important things is if you're going to do a podcast, even if it's just scribbles on a napkin, know where you're going to start, where the middle is and where the end. Because Mm -hmm. sometimes when you meander or talk for the sake of talking, you lose the audience. Yeah. You know, so, so no, you know, and, and have one person sort of acting as ringleader to, you know, bring things back to, you know, topic or, or subjects you know so that uh, you know you can you can uh, be able to wrap up wrap up and finish uh, finish strong yeah exactly I, I you actually posted something um on facebook i think it was a couple of weeks ago but having listened to a podcast that yeah. had talked for about two hours or so just about what they were playing 
And yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I didn't comment, but I had I had lots of thoughts about it. Because... Yeah, you know, see, I'm actually on two minds on that, and the reason I mentioned it was mm-hmm. because I, I was on two minds. Because what I was wondering is, I didn't, I couldn't decide if that was lazy. Mm-hmm. You know, like, oh, you know, we we can do this thing and not have to worry about you know, right. looking up what's happening in the world right. or thinking up of a topic or whatnot, or or if it was. You know, they they talk about what they've been playing for two hours, but they really do a uh, a decent job at describing what those things are. So maybe the audience is listening to it to decide if or or if they want to play or yeah yeah if they want to pick that thing up or or if they're you know they've also have it and they sort of are sharing that rapport with the with the host. You know, so so I, you know, that's why I sort of put it on Facebook because I couldn't decide. You know, ultimately I decided that that particular show, while while I thought it was a decent show, wasn't for me. Mm-hmm. And I think that's sort of important. Sometimes the internet doesn't get nuanced. You know, right. just because I don't right. uh, like something doesn't mean it's bad. Right, and it doesn't mean you're dismissing it outright either. Right. <laughs> it's just that particular iteration of it didn't work for you. And that's all right. right. It's okay to not like things. All right. I, I like chocolate ice cream that doesn't make vanilla bad. Right. You know, that sort of thing. Right. Mm. Yeah, exactly. You guys are doing so much. I mean, do you have time to play games? Kelly, do you have time right now? Um. Yeah, but I don't use my time as wisely as I should to, <laughs> to play games. I, I um, agree with that statement. <laughs> uh, I watch too many bad TV shows. I hardly agree um, with that statement. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Unless you can tell you of one bad show that I just finished yeah. that you didn't yeah. like. But right um, now you have a lot of time on your hands. I have way too much time on my hands. You're looking for another job. I'm without a job right now. Oh, mm-hmm. oh sorry. Uh, so, yeah. But, um, you know, it, it's funny because I find myself playing more of the Facebook style games because it doesn't require me to turn on the console and as as silly as it sounds, appear like I'm playing video games mm-hmm. to yeah. everything else. <laughs> oh, Kelly, I like am this. so with you right now. <laughs> like, but then yet today I got a review code for um, uh, Call of War as Gunslinger, and I could not wait to put it in. But in my mind, because we're heading out of town um, on Friday to go um, to visit some friends, I was like, okay, I've got to get X, Y, and Z done first. Then I can play mm-hmm. it. And I like couldn't wait to play it. Yeah. And, and for myself, uh, yes, I do have a job. Um, I'm a librarian. I, or I'm technically a library A type too, but I'm pretty much the serials librarian for our library on a uh, small uh, religious university, which is a lot of fun. It's really weird to have a work environment, particularly anyone who knows how, knows me and how no and how liberal i am to be to work on a, on a environment where you know you could just say to a co- co-worker i need to go to the prayer chapel right now and, and pray and they're like totally cool with that it's like yeah. the our equivalent of a smoke break right but, i'm yeah. gonna go pray it's a pray break you know, <laughs> set, set a meditation break yeah that works yeah. Yeah. Uh, but so so a lot of what what we have to do, you know, like like Kelly said, you know, driving to work in the car, we discuss something or or when we're going to get dinner or something like that. A lot of those conversations about the podcast uh, typically happen. Uh, occasionally, you know, when I am at my desk, you know, we'll we'll, we'll um, hit up uh, Outlook.com and use the messenger service to uh, shoot emails back and forth. But mm-hmm. uh, um, but it's actually gotten to a point though. Where I have to remind Kelly to, uh, you know, when we're, we're together sometimes 
to stop talking about the married gamers on the website and put set that aside and just so we can have a husband and wife conversation that not a mm. left brown and mrs lefty brown conversation and it's it's hard for me because right now that is my quote yeah. job right. right yeah is gamers yeah. yeah, so so it's weird. We've come sort of full circle where we now we have to sort of say to each other, okay, no, yeah, that's great about the married gamers, but how was your day? Right. <laughs> well, and that um, that demonstrates the growth in communication as well, because learning the distinction between those two things is something that a lot of people don't know as well. That it isn't a natural thing to learn. Okay, you're not just your day at work, and you're not just your commute home or whatever else it is or what game you played today. That's not just who you are. There are multiple facets to your personalities and to your relationships as well. So, Well, what are you guys playing right now? Uh, well, I am playing, uh, like I just said, uh, Call of War's Gunslinger, which is an, like an old Western mm-hmm. uh, told by an, an old man who is listening to these young whippersnappers. I think that's what he calls them is whippersnappers. <laughs> uh, Telling them what they remember from a dime novel. And as they tell him about the dime novel, he's like, wait, that's not really what happens. And it rewinds what you just played. Unreliable narrator. Yeah. Yeah. So it rewinds it and then it replays what really happened. And so it's, I'm loving it. And it's a first person shooter. Yeah. And you can, at times you can dual, dual wield, uh, your six shooters. Your six shooters. Um, you can get a. You get a. You get a. One of the weapons that you pick up along the way is a a double barrel shotgun that can cut people in half because oh, it's that man. powerful. Quote, unquote, yeah. <laughs> that's what it said. That's what he says. He goes, "It's so powerful, it can cut people in half." And I'm loving it. Like even though I I died quite a few times, it picks you right back up because it auto saves. Mm. So that's kind of cool. Nice. Um, I'm also playing Lara Croft. Um, Tomb, Tomb Raider. Sorry, Tomb, Tomb Raider, Raider, the most recent Tomb Raider. Yeah. Yes. That's how Rhonda's been playing. <laughs> uh, but I've only played, what I say, like the first 20 minutes yeah, of it so far? Yeah, you're not too deep into it. No. Because um, I just finished Injustice. Yeah. Nice. Oh, really? Yes. What did you I'm think? I'm proud of her. She's been on a tear. She finished Bioshock, finished Injustice, and now is going through Tomb Raider. Well, I'm going through. My little girl's growing up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's sweet. I don't. I really don't finish games, so this these are like mm-hmm. big deals. You're finishing great games. Yeah, I remember yeah. you saying that in uh, when we were on your show. Actually, that it was that yeah. you you had a couple of games that were still sort of lingering out there that you wanted to get back to. Yeah, that's there's there's a lot of games that yeah. I. Um, what was your question? Sorry. What do you think, Tomb Raider? Oh, I like Tomb oh, Raider. No. Injustice. Oh, injustice. Um. I played it on super the easiest um, because I just wanted to get through the story. And then after I got through the story, Chris goes, so what did you think of Aquaman? And I'm like, what about Aquaman? He was okay. And he goes, what? You didn't use the superpower? And I'm like, no. I didn't know about the superpowers until after I got through with him. And he's like, oh, well, you should go back and find the yeah. superpower of him. And, and, and I was like, oh. Um, because we do a couple show, um, <laughs> for episode 301, uh, we're actually going to – before we record that one, uh, we're actually going to play some strip injustice. You're going to be naked in no time. <laughs> I'm, I am literally the world, literally. I am literally. one of the worst uh, fighting fighter 
game player. So I'm a bit worried. I might have to dress like like a, it's winter. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of little pieces yeah. of clothing, several pairs of socks. <laughs> yeah, I would definitely lose at that. I'm not a good fighting yeah. uh, fighter game either. Um, so what you are know, you playing, Chris? For me, it's weird. I'm sort of like in between like games right now you know so so i wrapped up to i wrapped up to raider and um recently and now i'm just sort of like like trying things out you know i'll, mm-hmm. I'll play i'll play a little bit of um mlb 13 the show on the ps3 uh just to prove to everyone that i still like the ps3 <laughs> so it's, it is it is a good device um and then I've been actually playing a lot of things on on Steam. Uh, I've been playing uh, during. I, I take my gaming laptop to work, and um, that's where it went. Yeah, that's where it went. And and so during, on my lunch break, I'll, I'll play an hour of Star Wars: The Old Republic. And and uh, right now I'm I'm doing the Marvel Marvel Hero, Heroes beta, and I actually cannot wait for that to launch. That launches uh, June fourth, mm-hmm. and I really like that game. Um, and but I haven't had you know, and I've been playing like a little bit of Braid and a little bit of Monaco, but I really haven't had time to like like get a whole bunch of people and just play. You know, um, I used yeah. to play Left for Dead too, like religiously every night at seven o'clock. And uh, you know, I, so I'm still ante- anticipating a reunion of the old old my old crew you know, that I used to game with for that. After you wrote your piece of calling them out. No, I wasn't calling them out um, on my piece. I wrote a piece talking about how sometimes gaming friendships uh, die and, mm. and, and how I sort of missed playing with this small group of people on Left 4 Dead 2. And just over time, people, you know, people grow apart, you know. Yeah. And with gaming, you know, all of a sudden they'll, they'll start playing Red Dead Redemption and, or, and then Call of Duty Black Ops 2. And then they just sort of you lose touch with it. And... Yeah, so it was one of those heart heart touching things. So so uh, everyone read, uh, everyone disca- described in that group read it, and they're like, "Oh, we should totally get the band back together." <laughs> <laughs> so I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. But right now we're in that weird period where you know there isn't you know we're coming to the end of current consoles, and mm. there isn't any really big titles until fall that that uh, we can really get fired up about right now. You know so. So it's like going back to old favorites, so, you know, Mass Effect Three co-op and stuff like that. Well, Regina, how um, you want to vet them and see if you can figure out about their gamer types? Oh, I have, yeah, I have. I actually was writing notes as we were. <laughs> Is this where you try to guess our weight and we win a prize? <laughs> Well, I'm not sure what prizes we have, but um, yeah, this is where I try because when I came up with the gamer types, you know, the people didn't know about them going into the interviews. I came up with that afterwards, so it's kind of our our thing is me helping people identify people's gamer types. And so, I'm guessing, Chris, that you have a good dose of mastery in your gameplay. And I think Kelly has, although I know she's she, before we started recording, she said that she didn't really identify with the gamer types. I think there's a, a bigger dose of self in there. So that, you are correct. That's what I'm going on. <laughs> and I took the quiz that's on your side. All right. <laughs> would, what did I it would... come up with? It came up with 45% self, 40% role, and 15% mastery. mastery. Okay. No, I, I haven't taken the quiz, but I would... You should take the quiz quickly while, while they talk about me. We're talking about the topic. <laughs> take the quiz now while they talk no, about fine. me. 
Um, but but actually, I think of myself, uh, uh, you know, pretty much close to 50-50 self and mastery. Mm-hmm. You know, because when, when, when I have a chance to create a character, while I don't make the character representative of myself, uh, it still carries, like, it dresses like I would um, dress. Mm-hmm. Or, and, or I play it with my, I bring my own um sense of ethics even fetishes and mm-hmm. and stuff like that to to that player so there's still yeah. an application of your personality into exactly the character exactly. that you're playing sure yeah i think yeah that's but not uncommon like, either yeah. is it regina no. it's a mastery self combination yeah i think that's actually one of the things we're so- seeing sort of evolve as we continue to talk to people a, a real pull between those two what's interesting though too is and i wonder when you guys talked about your your time spent gaming in separate rooms if if that the the more pull you have because clearly if you know Cal came back fifteen percent mastery there's <laughs> that's not a pull for her the the motivations to game for you guys at that time might have been aligned more with you Chris for mastery and for Kelly with with self and so you didn't see a lot of um, commonality in in how you were gaming because I think mm. that the most conflict tends to come from self self and mastery players because they are really coming at with they're coming at the game with completely different motivations for playing yeah yeah i could definitely i could definitely see that yeah oh and and uh, you know i want to say too on on in defense of mastery you know um that that connection or that not having a connection to what you do in a game and Mm -hmm. who you are as a person that's definitely true because uh, i'm a pacifist in real life but i love playing shooter games (laughs) because well you know because it's at the end of the day it's Mm -hmm. one one and o's right yeah yes yeah Absolutely. I, I feel the same way. I, I, you know, I have never held a gun in my life, but, you know, oh, you put me in Left for Dead too. Yeah. Oh, man, there is something so satisfying sometimes about that game. I actually prefer a chainsaw. <laughs> I prefer a chainsaw in that game because I really love the just kind of like bloodshed. <laughs> yeah. But only digitally, only only with pixels, exactly. you know? Exactly. So. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. No, I don't think so. And that, that's, you know, because I have a lot of people who who don't know about video games or who have people in their life, often kids or nephews or, you know, people who game, who come to me and ask me about, you know, oh, is the violence bad? And I'm like, no. (laughs) 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 You know, are they addicted to gaming? I don't know. Are they, you know, neglecting other parts of their life? Then maybe. But, you know, if they're just something that they're enthusiastic about, you're enthusiastic about crocheting, so not everybody is. Well, you know, the way things have been with this DSM and DSM five, you know, they probably do classify gaming as a d- addiction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're naming everything. Everything, in the DSM-5. yeah. Yeah, everything come every everything anything can be an addiction. You can get addicted to any. Oh yeah. Anything and anything in in access where you know really the definition is if it's if it's impeding with other parts of your life, it keeps you from working, it keeps you from doing other things, it keeps from having successful relationships and it might be something you need to look at but you know you could look at you know all kinds of different things tv watching could become an addiction you know all kinds of stuff so yeah kelly Hey Kelly, I'm with you. I love I this morning chris was making fun of me because I was watching the bachelor uh funniest yeah uh, scene that wasn't that was making that wasn't making fun that was concerned for it your, was hilarious for, for your well-being hey you know what just because i'm watching season i think it's 19 
And I've watched oh, every season. Oh, wow. One of these days yeah. we will have an intervention for Kelly on the Mary Gamers. <laughs> she just doesn't know when it's going to be. Well, it wouldn't be very, very effective intervention. <laughs> no. It was planned because then she could just conveniently not show up at that time. <laughs> but, but the thing is, is I, I enjoy the shows. <laughs> and, honey, you watch reality shows, too. So back off. <laughs> I just finished yeah, watching I'm... Dancing with the Stars, so I'm guilty. <laughs> I, I don't know any of you people. <laughs> I, I, I only I, have one channel, and it's PBS. <laughs> they have reality shows on that t- that show too, on that station too. So ah, I always knew Downton Abbey was. <laughs> <laughs> we hate to close out the show, but we're going to go with um, one of our signature questions oh no yeah <laughs> signature does that mean like it's a signature drink a little we bit we got a signature drink we found that at paxi yes we did uh-oh <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing wrong with a drink where the rim is drizzled with caramel and salt oh wait a second here where did you find oh, you that at where that was. <laughs> it was it was it the weston that we stayed at yeah it was yeah. the hotel bar and it was um, vanilla, vanilla stoli, and some sort of patron and sugar, and oh, caramel, salted caramel rim. And you didn't invite us. <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden, everyone books books really quick at the Westin. Seriously, <laughs> the drinks were fantastic. Yeah, sorry. I don't know where you were then. Uh, well, anyway, what our our question is: How would you define a gamer? A gamer is someone who enjoys playing any type of game it can be it can be as simple as going outside and playing foursquare or sitting in front of the xbox and playing call of duty my definition of a gamer a gamer uh, is someone who self-identifies themselves as, as a gamer and recognizes it for for its uh credibility and uh um, entrance into the club of gamer. Mm. Uh, I say that because there's a lot of people who who are gamers, but that would be the last thing that they would do to describe themselves. Yeah, you know, but they're there religiously, you know, feeding their crops on you know Farmville or, or <laughs> you know protecting the house and Plants vs Zombies. But they would never ever consider themselves a gamer. So there, it's just that people who do. And say, yeah, I'm a gamer, you know, I love it. What of it? You know, I'm a better person. Right. Because of- they sort of openly embrace that part of themselves. Exactly. So there has exactly. to be an a, a identification. That was actually part of um, my requirements to be in the dissertation study. It wasn't just that people played games, but that they called themselves gamers. So mm-hmm. can understand the significance of that. But I like what Kelly said, too, because I, I think it's true that a lot of people who look at gaming or look at gamers as people who sit in front of a console or who play certain types of games. But I think that there's a lot more, you know, flexibility in that term than, than that gives credit for. And, but here's the rub. Do you consider gamification of things a game? You know, so mm. person's losing weight in recording it in one of their uh, uh, gamified... <laughs> <laughs> I turned down your mic, but they probably picked it up on my mic. <laughs> You've been talking about a cat. I'm like, oh my god, is there a cat with a hairball? I know what that was. <laughs> so, um, 
<laughs> I'll wait for you to collect yourself, I guess. <laughs> My wife has lost it. Okay, honey. Did she die? <laughs> She's okay. now embarrassed and laughing. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. So, um, trying to collect where I was at. Um, Losing yeah, the game of gamification thing, you know. So now they're doing positive things in their life that traditionally wouldn't be considered a game, but, but, now, mm-hmm. but because they're using uh, apps and, and you know, or checking in and stuff like that, uh, it does, in a sense, become a game. So right. that's my question: is mm-hmm. what is gaming un- with gamification mm-hmm. involved? Uh, you know, that's a really good question, and and something I might need to think a little bit more about. We actually had early. I don't remember what number it was, but a friend of mine uh, runs under the moniker of Endorphin Dude, and he was on the show talking about gamification because he is a titanium marathon runner, so he ran 52 marathons in a year. And he talked about, you know, using gamification as part of what helped him get through his runs, like, you know, um, oh, you know, Water Station was a level up or, you know, those mm-hmm. kinds of things as part of what sort of helped him with it. But that came from his gaming as a kid from playing Mario Brothers or, you know, uh, Nintendo 64 and Atari and being into all of those games that he adapted it from that on his own. Um, so he already was a gamer and then just turned, you know, that into sort of the running. Um, I don't know if it, I don't know if I would qualify it the other way around, um, I'd have to think about it because one of the things that Tony had said in that interview was that he thought gamers were goal driven, uh, which is something right. a lot of people wouldn't normally say. And I always thought that that was really a different take on the the desire to game. And so if if, you know, if the goal of losing weight and, you know, using zombies run or whatever else it is that you're, you know, you're using mm-hmm. is is part of their type of gaming, then maybe that maybe gamification does make gamers. So when you do visit that topic, yeah. you'll just have to have me back on. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I wormed my way in. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> well, we just really appreciate you guys um, sharing this landmark time in the Married Gamers history with us. Uh, we really appreciate having you guys on the show. Thanks for coming. Guys. We're, we're yeah. so excited that, that we know you and that we've shared shows and that we get to talk with you. This is just fantastic. So. Thank you. Yeah, no we problem. hope to have you back on our uh, 300th episode around um, 2017, if you guys are free. <laughs> well, we'll, 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 we'll pencil you in. Yeah, our calendar. <laughs> let, let, let us know what month, and we'll make sure that we're free. <laughs> yeah, Reg- Regina knows how I like to schedule guests way in yeah. advance. So. <laughs> I, I'm much more the, oh, let's do this next week. And Rhonda's like, what? What? <laughs> well, we really, if, if you've, you've not been sold on the married gamers so far, then I'm surprised you're still listening to us, but check out the married gamers. They're at the married gamers.net. Yes. And you haven't heard anything until Kelly gets a little tipsy. (laughs) (laughs) Hang on. (laughs) No, but, uh, you know, thank you. Thank you so much for having us on. And I'll, you know, you guys both know personally that I'm a big fan of, of your guys show and, what you guys are doing and what you guys are bringing to the discussion uh, of gaming. Um, so we absolutely will do more with you guys. We want you guys on our show. You guys are fantastic. You guys were fantastic guests before, and in seeing you both at PAX East was was 
an immense pleasure. So uh, oh, thank, yeah, that was thank you for having yeah, us on. That was uh, one Thanks. of our highlights for PAX East as well, was getting to, to actually put faces to voices and uh, names and all that good stuff with you guys. So thank you. You've been listening to Game On Girl. You can find all our social media connections on our website at GameOnGirl.com. I'm the co-host, Rhonda Oglesby. You can follow me on Twitter at RowRoom, that's R-H-O, R-H-O-O-M. You can also read my tech blog at JewelOnTheFrog.com. Email is Rhonda at GameOnGirl.com. And I'm your host, Regina McMenemy, or Doc Liz with two Zs, as I'm known on Twitter and Steam. Many, many massively huge, wonderful thanks to Chris and Kelly Brown with the Married Gamers for being on the show with us today. Yeah, how much fun was that? How much fun was that? That was a fantastic interview. Great topics, great conversation. We just love those guys. So if you don't subscribe to the Married Gamers, go and check them out. They're on iTunes. They're on Stitcher. They're everywhere you want them to be. So go subscribe, listen, and go let them know exactly how awesome they are. And thanks again for being on the show. Game On Girls is available on iTunes and Stitcher Streaming. These links, along with references made in the show, can be found on our website, GameOnGirl.com. This podcast is edited by Ryan Broom at Desert Tree Media. And the theme song, Good Day, by Triple Fox, is used under a Creative Commons attribution license. Thanks so much for listening, and until next time, game on!